helping CEOs and business leaders discover the energy to perform exceptional brilliance and positively impact the lives of those around them. Be inspired by world leaders, game-changing influencers, and next-level gurus. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. And now your host, CEO and founder of Energy to Perform, international speaker and leadership performance coach, Craig Johns. Kia ora and hi, I'm Craig Johns and welcome to episode 133 of the Active CEO Podcast. We are decoding the next segment of Breaking the CEO Code. You know, over the past few Breaking the CEO Code episodes, we've been introducing the 10 elements of leading high performing teams. And today we're going to talk about growth through creative risk taking. It's all about how we foster growth through the creative risk taking, problem solving and information sharing. Now, as leaders and CEOs, it's really, really important that we create an atmosphere that allows for that creative risk taking, for that problem solving, information sharing to take place. Now, in the previous episode, we had talked about the importance of having diversity in our team. Now, diversity of perspective, diversity of thought, diversity of background. Because if you have all the same people in the room who think similar, etc., then they're less likely to take risks. They're less likely to come up with new ideas. So that first part is really important. Do you have diversity of your team first? And not just your team or your company, but when you look at how you are devising teams, um, or you want to come up with new ideas, who can you bring into the mix that have a different view on things? Different perspective. And when you start doing that, people start to grow because they feel, one, that they, are, they feel part of what's happening and that their voice gets heard, but also they're hearing other perspectives. They're hearing other ideas. They're hearing people come from every solution at a different angle. And then they start to grow. They start to find that space. Now, Albert Einstein once argued that creativity is intelligence having fun. Now, he was talking around the parallels between science and art and how that advanced society through things like experiments or new creations, technologies, innovative thinking, and the way we perceive and respond to the world. Now, if we look at Bloom's digital taxonomy, he identifies that creating is the highest order of thinking skill and can include designing, constructing, planning, producing, inventing, devising, filming, animating, blogging, remixing, publishing, and directing. You know, creativity is the art of what we do. It's not so much the science, it's the art. It's how we interpret the world. How do we translate what we see into something new? How do we translate it to make it easier for people to understand? How can we take those barriers away? Now, how do you, in your teams and in your environments, create opportunities for people to play? Now, play's not new. We, we did it lots as a young kid, but we kind of forget it when we grow up. 
which is a real shame because when we play, when we allow our imagination to run wild, when we experiment things, that's when the true magic starts to happen. Now, if we keep putting deadlines on people, we keep putting lots of new projects online, we keep talking around change management and that we need to do meetings. Now, we know change is happening all the time, so don't make it a big thing. Let's look at how we can open up some spaces, create some time where people can have that ability to think, to reflect, to try new things. What is that little innovation space that you are creating for your people? Because people want to do things. Yeah, there are some people that love systems and processes, but in the end, if you can create the space to allow them to bring out their creativity, that's when they still come alive. Just because people are happy being in the comfort zone, but take them out of that comfort zone. How do we put them in that space where new things start to happen? And so we have to be very careful as leaders that even though we might know answers or we may have a good solution, it's important that we leave it to the other people to come up with the answers. You know, sometimes if they're way off track, we may need to come in and lead. But being a leader is where we inspire other people to bring out their creativity together as a collective or individually help does that piece of the puzzle solve the whole collective puzzle. Now, when we think about creativity, there needs to be both, there needs to be some action to it. So we need to make sure that there's, there's a conceptual aspect, there might be a material aspect, there could be a visionary aspect to it, but we need to make sure that we allow that time to create some sort of action. What's gonna happen next with whatever's been in the decision-making, in the risk-taking, in the problem-solving, and you know, sharing that information. How can we do that more often? How can we ensure that we have cross-collaboration happening within our team and externally with people we collaborate outside of our teams? Now, for creativity and innovation to thrive, so to create that growth space, the organizational culture must support it. And that will start from you as a leader. You've got to create that space where the culture can support the creativity and innovation. You need to think about focusing the creativity and innovation being the whole of the organization. It can't be just, all right, we're creating a problem-solving division or creative division or that creativity only happens in the marketing space or the business development space or the video digital media production team. No, creativity happens across the whole team, the whole organization. And it all starts with that key factor of leadership behavior. So are you setting the behavior as a leader that allows the culture of creativity and innovation to take place? Now we need to reinforce the innovation through organizational 
values or DNA, um, the way you reward and you recognize. And as I mentioned earlier, you have to create the time for people to innovate. You need to allow that to occur. And you need to think about it's not just the time, it's giving them the space. It's not just sitting at your desk at work. That For a lot of people, they find that very difficult because the brain will switch into its process and, process and systems mode. So where is that space? For me, I do a lot of my creativity occurs when I'm mountain biking or when I'm swimming. So for me, it's movement. And, and the other space that happens a lot is when I'm near a beach. So it's movement and it's being out in nature. That's for me when I bring out my biggest creativity. Now for other people, that might be over a glass of wine. Uh, for other people, it, it could be listening to music. And I know a lot of people come up with some great ideas when they're in the shower. So you just gotta be able to be flexible in allowing that space and the time for it to happen. You know, so for myself and my business partner, Sam Cawthorn, we are heading away to Byron Bay today. And we're taking our wives and we're heading up there to get away from our home environments, our work environments. And we're in a strategy phase at the moment. We're not gonna spend that whole weekend strategizing, but I guarantee there's gonna be some of our best ideas yet are gonna come from getting away from our normal everyday environment into a new space. Um, you know, we're by the ocean, we're in a, it's gonna be a little bit warmer, and you know, that's where it's gonna to start to happen for us. Now, when we look at things like growth, it doesn't always come in the creativity. It's around how we handle things like making mistakes and do we create that environment that it's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes because it's a learning environment. We've got to create that culture of learning. Now, we must ensure that people feel safe to both act creatively or innovatively and then ensure that when mistakes and failure occur that we don't just forget about it or don't push it off to the side or cover it up or punish people, we actually make sure that those there's learning opportunities and we discuss them. One of the cool things we do with the team at Speakers Institute Corporate and, and Speakers Institute as well, so for those listening, um, so I've recently partnered with Sam to um, start Speakers Institute Corporate, which it's kind of, we've taken it, the corporate aspects out of Speakers Institute, created a new business and I've also taken some of the stuff I do in my own business, Energy to Perform, and brought that into there. And for us, it, we have systems in place the whole time where we give gems and opportunities. So not only are we discussing, we're rewarding, we're recognizing both what people are doing well, and then the opportunities, how they can improve. And everyone's a part of that from our tech team through to our finance person, through to our senior facilitators or our program managers, everyone is involved in that process and it occurs on a regular basis. It's not just um, a designated time, it occurs while we're doing facilitating or we're working with corporates. Uh, we're also doing it afterwards 
And then we may do one-on-one -on -one reflections, or we may do group stuff um, at different times as well. So we're constantly evolving and growing. And they love it because we give them the space. We give everyone involved the space to be innovative and creative, the space to take risks, the space to information share. That's the one thing I love. We have a very diverse team and it doesn't matter whether someone's been facilitating for 30 years or for six months. Everyone wants to learn from each other. Everyone is always asking great questions. We need to look sure, make sure that we, we use some level of intelligence when we risk take. So we need to balance off making sure we don't take silly risks versus making sure that the risks are more designed as an experimentation so that we can actually test and see what we, and, and learn from it and evolve from it. If we're just taking random risks without having a purpose to it, well, that doesn't really make sense. Doesn't really make sense whatsoever. Now, to ensure that growth happens, you know, as if you kind of feel as coming through here, you, you must have a, a good level of open communication. And you must also have conflict management skills. Because as the more you take risk, the more you share information, the more debate that can occur. And if it goes too far sometimes, it can end up in conflict. So we need to be ensure that when conflict um, or, or, or something doesn't quite go right and conflict starts to occur, that we ensure that we take away judgment and criticizing. So we need to create that in an environment to avoid judgment and criticizing. Yes, there's a place for providing feedback or feed forward, being, having a look at how we can learn from it, but not judging someone for doing something. No, we want to celebrate people for taking the risks, being creative, being innovative, because that's how the companies grow. That's how people grow. That's how teams grow. And especially if you want to be around for a, a long period of time, you need to make sure that it's constantly evolving, growing, people being pushed, people are feeling valued that they can do something purposeful. So lots of empowerment there. So think about how, when we talked about rewarding there before, make sure when we're rewarding, that we're rewarding the correct behaviors the correct look of creativity and innovative. So in, we, we want to, ins, not just, we don't, want to, we don't want to incentivize people for getting it right all the time. We want to incentivize people for, for taking that leap of faith and giving it a crack. Which I think so, so important. So how are you going to think about planning your steps, the next steps in your company or your team to build a culture of creativity and innovation or enhance your current culture of creativity and innovation. How can you use the diversity of the thoughts, perspectives and behaviors and backgrounds of your team? How can you encourage and enable collaboration? Shared thinking. So how, and, and making sure 
that people know they're valued for their different knowledge, their different expertise, their different life experiences that they can bring to play that may allow us to open up our minds and think of it from a different angle. And one thing that'll really, really help your team is just ensure that people can pursue their passions. You know, there's scary statistics out there that like up to 85% of people were actively disengaged in the work that they do. That's scary. We want to have 100% people engaged in what they do. So make sure that you can connect their passions and allow them to pursue them. Even if they're not quite in the right job, ensure they have that opportunity to be intellectually challenged, to have some independence. And that they that you they know you're aware of their individual strengths and their interests and their skills. So how do you ensure you reward? Sorry, first set the behaviors and the culture of creativity and innovation with the team. You can't do it by yourself. How do you create that as a team? Then how do you reward and recognize the correct behaviors of allowing people to be creative, innovative, make mistakes? Fail, learn, grow. This is what it's all about. So think about how you can create a team of agile thinkers that can grow and learn every single day and that can take things to the new level through their creativity, innovation, and sharing of ideas. If you found this episode had a positive influence on you, then please share with your community of influence and proximity so they too can be a world-class leader. Now, coming up on episode 134, we have an absolute beautiful human being who is one of the masters of influence around the world Julie Masters. So make sure you check in to the next episode for one incredible conversation. To learn more about breaking the CEO code, then go to craigjohns.com.au or join the conversation on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram by searching Craig Johns or Craig Johns Official. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Craig Johns. This is the Active CEO Podcast where the ordinary don't belong. Join the active CEO movement by visiting www.nrgtoperform.com. That's nrg2perform.com. Share this podcast on LinkedIn and be sure to tag in NRG to Perform. Leave a review on iTunes. Drop us a line with your feedback and questions and connect with us on the NRG to Perform Facebook and Instagram pages. Be sure to check out the next Active CEO podcast where the ordinary don't belong.